around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. Welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. Terry and I are here today to minister the Word of God to you and just share with you some things that we feel like will be a blessing to you and just talk right out of our heart to you about our life's experiences and things that we have seen as testimonies to the absolute confidence that we have in the Word of God and that He does not lie and that He will do what He says He will do. He's just looking for somebody that will believe it (laughs) and hang in there until you can um, see the results of what you pray. Um, we're here today doing the ministry to share with you on Terry Mize Ministries podcast, but you can also find us at terrymize.com and you can look at terrymizeministries.org on our website and um, hear the podcast. And then also everyone that we've done over the last several months has been archived as well there on the, on the website. So um, anytime you can go in there and listen, and it's just at your fingertips, you know, free for nothing, as Terry says, you can go in there and just receive the word of God and be taught, almost put yourself through Bible school here for several weeks. So we look forward to you and uh, hearing from you and your testimonies and things that you would uh, want to share with us. We're always happy to hear from you. Darling, let's just talk to the folks here today about what you'd like to share with them and what the topic we feel the Holy Spirit wants to talk to them about. Well, I'm always excited to talk about the Word of God. You know, uh, we, we have lived this stuff for so long, and it's not any less exciting today than it was when we first no, started all those right. years ago. that's right. And again, as, as we talked about uh, previously, the, the, the thing about it is, is it works. Right. The, the thing is, if it didn't work, I wouldn't mess with it. No, that's right. You know, as a missionary, I've gone into nation after nation after nations for all these. Well, next year will be 50 years. Uh, I first started when I was 18 years old. I'm 67 now. Uh, you know, that's 49 years. Next next year will be uh, 50 years of third world missionary evangelism. I mean, all over this globe. And a lot of times I've gone back into tribes and tribal areas and dangerous areas. And, and, uh, and I've preached this word. And then I've been able to go back there again and then go back there again and go back there again. And Renee, the reason I can go back there again is because the word that I preached and worked. Right. Because in those, in those situations, uh, <laughs> a lot of places <laughs> I go, if, if what you preach doesn't work, they just kill you. Right. <laughs> I mean, you don't get a second chance. I mean, you preach it and they take it and it doesn't work. And they, right. they say, well, right. you must have lied to us. Right. But the thing about it is the word works. And here we've got, uh, you know, 50 years now, right. 49 years of testimonies and of examples that this isn't something that we think might work. You know, I've often said when we're in churches and camp meetings and conventions and things, and I often say about our product table, our books and our, our CDs and in the old days, our tapes, and that sort of thing. I've always said, well, you know, there's no theory back there. No, Th- that's There's right. not anything back there that I think might work. Right. There's not anything back there that somebody told me might work. No, that's, that's all these decades of living uh, around the world, third world missionary evangelism that I know for a fact works because I've worked it. Plus, I've taught it to the people and, and watched them work it. So thank God for the infallibility of the word. And like we've been talking the last few podcasts, the fact that Jesus said in, in, in John eight forty four, he said, God, he said, Satan is a liar. Right. And then Titus one in verse two says, God cannot lie. And you, you know, you can hang that shingle up. No, that's you can right. nail that to the wall and point that's at right. it and say that that's, that's the whole crux of my belief system. That, that Satan is a liar and God cannot lie. So I can go into the book, the word of God, the good book, they used to call it, the holy book. I can go <laughs> into the right. word of the God. Right. And and if I can find something there, uh, I can take that to the bank. 
No, that's right. This is the confidence. We've talked about this First John 5. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything, 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 that's right. according to, to his, his word will, or his will, his will, then we know. I mean, that's not an ambiguous word. We know. We're positive. Right. We know we have the, the petition that we desired so, of him. Yeah. Or that we know he hears us, and if he hears us, then we know we have the petition we desired of him. That that's the confidence we have. That's right. And so that's why a lot of times back in the old days, especially when we were younger, uh, that's why people would accuse us of being brash and being arrogant and being <laughs> cocky, and, and you know, and they'd say that about all the different people that were preaching what we call back in those days the word of faith, brother Hagen, brother Copeland, brother Price. You know, Brother Caps, all these people that, you know, when we were young, we'd just stand up and make these declarations. And people say, oh, y'all are, y'all are just brash. Y'all are just arrogant. Y'all are just, y'all are just cocky. Uh, well, I know it would sound that way, but yet you're dealing from the fact of right. this is the confidence. Well, it's I mean, a, I'm confident. Yeah. If I say this, I'm confident I can make it happen, that God will make it happen because God said this is the confidence we have in him. Well, and what happens in your mind when you begin to see verses like this is you begin to change the atmosphere of your mind and you take on a whole new mindset. Well, you create the atmosphere around you. In your soul, in your soul of confidence that God didn't lie to you. You know, I was thinking about you going back into some of these places that you've been into. And I, I was saying, you know, people are glad to see you come if they if they figured out from the last time you were there that you told the truth. That's exactly you know? right. And if they, if what you told them is the truth and they've been able to see it and put it to work in their life, they're glad to see it. But if it had been a lie, you know, like they said, nobody wants to see a liar coming down the road. No, nobody not, not wants in to any see, country of the world. Yeah, nobody wants to see though, that. That guy lied to us last time. They figure He's, you speak yeah. with a forked tongue yeah. and you're in trouble. <laughs> right. But when they can see somebody that told them the truth about it, and I find that that is so absolutely um, in in our quest here on the on the podcast to try to help you, uh, those especially those of you that might be new to the Word of Faith or new as Christians, to really begin to help root out uh, the negative wonderment that so many Christians have had about it. Will will God hear my prayer, or will and or will He do what I've asked Him to do? And Terry said just a moment ago. God's this verse here in first John five fourteen and 15, that if we know that we've asked according to his will, well, his will is his word. If you want to know what Absolutely. the will of God is, then you get into the word of God and you find out what he says about your children, your health, your money, your future, your family, everything in your life is in the word of God. And when you can find like Jesus did, it says in, in Luke chapter four, he found where it was written. Yeah, yeah. You go find where it's written for you. <laughs> and then you begin to take the word of God very simply. This is not something that's hard. This is not something that's so difficult that, that only a few people can do. This is for God so loved the world that he gave. It's for everybody. And so if you'll take these verses like this and begin to use them uh, in a day-to-day -day fashion, just in conversation between you and the Lord, don't make it a big spooky, uh, you know, dynamic where you've got to feel like you've got to, you know, turn the lights down low and light candles and everybody join hands and now we're going to talk to God. No, just talk to God conversationally every single day out of your own heart and just then just begin to make dec declarative statements like Terry said. We just begin to say things that were just very specific and declare them and do it in confidence before the Lord so that you begin to receive what God has for you. And it changes your whole mindset. It You begin to speak like the Bible says 
in a confidence and an accuracy. And, and it doesn't really matter if somebody else doesn't agree with you sure. because you're in the position where you just know in your heart well, that God opinion. told the truth. It's not Exactly. Opinion. It's not an opinion. You're stating an absolute, unchangeable, immutable, incapable of change fact. Right. And that's, a, that's the thing that's so thrilling uh, that, as Terry said earlier, that we are probably more excited now than we were even back then because now we've had decades to prove that God's word does not lie and that he will not uh, dangle a carrot in front of you to see if you can get it. Uh, no, he's a good God. Yeah, he's a good God and his grace is sufficient and that as soon as you be- feel weakened by a, a circumstance or bad news or uh, a pain or a bad report from the doctor about your health, as soon as first, uh, uh, first Corinthians chapter 12, I believe it is Second Corinthians chapter 12, Second Corinthians chapter 12, the apostle Paul said, as soon as I'm weak, then am I strong. There's just a, um, a, a system that God has that works from the inside of, I don't even know what it looks like in the spirit, but as soon as you sense a weakness in your own uh, realm of the physical, then you can transfer over into the realm of the spirit and say, no, I'm strong in the Lord. I'm going to live out uh, the will and the plan of God in my life. As soon as I'm weak, then am I strong? If I sense weakness, if I feel weakness, if I've been told I'm weak, then I can, I can stand on the word of God and have confidence that he did not lie to me. And the Amplified Bible says, then we know that we have as our present possessions, the things that we have desired of him. Amen. Absolutely. It's almost like a, it's almost like a backup generator right, in a exactly. hospital or a building or something. You know, the, yeah. you just run along there on the, the the normal city power, and then whenever it goes out or it begins mm-hmm. to flicker and go out, right. then that 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 backup generator kicks in, and <laughs> and there's the new power and there's the new strength. And it's kind of like God lets us right. operate on planet Earth in our own strength and 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 might and all this stuff. And we we we're praying and we're praising and we're going to church and we're doing right, all the right, right things right. and. All of a sudden, some some storm comes along and knocks you knocks you down, knocks out the power, knocks right. out you know and, and that that backup generator kicks in, and your your spirit says to yourself, "Hey, you better turn that generator on and get God <laughs> moving in this thing. You better That's get some right. extra power in That's here. You better right. get some backup power in here." So all of a sudden, you run to the Word. I mean, you immediately run to your help. You right. run to the Word real quick. Say, oh no, here's what here's what the Word says, and That's you begin right. to build that back up again. But you know, a while ago, you mentioned Jesus going into the temple. And, uh, and 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 they handed to him Luke chapter four. You mentioned that they right. handed to him uh, the scrolls, scrolls or the Old Testament right. uh, of the prophet Isaiah. Right. And it says that he took that and he found where it was written. That's you know, he knew key. what he's looking for. That's he he, he went to the Word and found where it was written about himself. He he yeah. knew he knew that the Bible was written about him. And see, we need to go and find in the Scriptures where it's written about us. Right. We need to go find those scriptures where we can take them and we can use them and we can use them as a weapon and a tool and we can use them to be strong. We can use them to fight. We can use them to do all these things. But but whenever he read those scriptures, you know, they had heard the, the they'd sit there in the synagogue. They had heard all the preachers preach. Right, right. They had heard those scrolls. They had heard the prophet Isaiah all of their lives. I mean, they had heard that. This was not a new scripture. No, Jesus. They wouldn't. They, Jesus read them a scripture. And they just kind of sat back and said, all oh, the young rabbis here and. And he's going to read us a scripture out of Isaiah. Isn't that sweet? And they just kind of settled back and fold their hands and just, just, you know, took a little nap and hoping they'd wake up sometime, you know, after the offering and sometime before the benediction, <laughs> like people do in church today. Right, but right. he read something, not something they hadn't heard before, but he put a, he put a, 
an addendum on it. He put a spin on it. He, he put an application, I should say, to the present day, and that made them mad. Right. See, the church never minds if you come in and talk about uh, the God of Abraham was great. Right. Grandma's God was really great. Well, back in Grandma's day, it was really, really great. Back in Smith Middlesworth's day, God was really great. Back in Moses' day, God was really great. They don't <laughs> mind you right. doing that. They don't. And they didn't. They wouldn't mind Jesus doing that. Nor do they mind if you come in and talk about heaven. Right. Oh, it's going to be great in heaven. heaven. I tell you, when we get right. to heaven, we're just going to come over to your mansion for a few million years and have some coffee, and then we're going to go to somebody else's mansion, sit and visit for a while and have some coffee, and then we're going to go somewhere else. And they don't mind that. They don't mind you saying the God of yesterday is great. And they don't mind you saying the God of tomorrow is great, but it really bugs them to say the God of today is great. And right. that's what made them mad at Jesus because right. he, he took the prophet Isaiah and he began to read out of there and uh, uh, out of Isaiah 61. And he said this, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the, the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That didn't make them mad. That didn't bother them. They had heard that scripture all of their lives. Right. So then he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and he sat down. They weren't mad about that. And all the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. That didn't make them mad. None of that made them mad. Their young rabbi stood up. He read a scripture that's familiar to him, and he sat down, and they're all happy. They don't care. But then he said something that infuriated them. He said something that just was like pins pricked in their hearts. And he said, and he began to say to them, this day. This day, today. Not the God of Abraham yesterday, not the God of heaven tomorrow. But he said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And that made them mad, Renee. That got all over them. That absolutely, they wanted to kill him over it. And uh, in fact, they said, uh, uh, verse verse, uh, 12 says, and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceed out of his mouth. They said, isn't this Joseph's son? And, and then uh, they went on and wanted to kill him, wanted to stone him. Now, in fact, it goes on to say in verse 28, I'll just finish this. It says, and when all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, they were filled with wrath. Wow. I mean, they were mad. Wow. And they rose up and they thrust him out of the city and led him to the, to the brow of the hill whereupon their city was built that they might cast him down headlong. They wanted to kill him right there. But he passing through their midst went on their way and so on and so forth. What made them mad? It wasn't it wasn't just the fact that he read the scripture. Right. It was it wasn't the fact that the God of Abraham was great or the God of heaven's going to be great. He said, This day, folks, this day, this very scripture I just read to you about the setting it loose in those that are captive, just to mm-hmm. healing the, the, the brokenhearted, to opening the blind eyes, the, the, to setting the captives free. This day, bring them on. Bring them to me. Let's get this done. Now, you bring them in here now. We'll get them healed now. Right. He said, this day, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ear. Not tomorrow, not yesterday. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ear. And that's so mad they wanted to throw him off the cliff. <laughs> And that's what the church would get mad at us about when we were kids and starting. They want us to talk about the God of Abraham, which is great. I talk about the God of Abraham all the time. And they want to talk about the God of of heaven. And I do that all the time. But to say, hey, today, we're going to do this today. We're going to open blind eyes today. We're going to open deaf ears today. We're going to raise the dead today. We're going to cast out devils today. This day, God's going to work for us this day in your lives. You can make this thing work today. And it makes people mad. Well, and that's true. I mean, we saw that in our in our own personal lives that 
that the confidence that we begin to exude and declare and say and 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 command in our life, it was almost like people just said, "You can't have that now. You know, you have to wait for it, or you have to tribulate for it, or you, know, exactly you, right. you have to beg for it." You know, and but, people will fight you for the right to tribulate. <laughs> yeah, and so here we were. You know, the the thing that I, you're saying about all of this was was so miraculous to me was that that just like First John five fourteen and fifteen says. That when we say I have it now, yes. Mark eleven twenty three, yes, yes. we have it now. Yes. We have it now. They just because you can't see it in the natural doesn't mean you don't have it. And that's really what faith is trying to tell you. Is uh, the Word of God is trying to tell you what faith does? Is that when you ask God for it and you've done it on the basis of His Word, and then you know His Word already promises it to you. Exactly. And then you can. And say, heaven considers it done. Heaven considers it done. You say Amen, and you walk away from that place of prayer knowing, then confidence that you have received already from God the prayer that you have received from him. And that begins to change your personality. Which is what Mark 11 tells us. Jesus right. told us in Mark right. 11, he said, when you pray. When you pray. When you pray. <laughs> well, that's He's what, expecting you to pray. When yeah. you pray, believe that you receive, receive it. And you shall have it. Amen. And and it's the shall having is that that time frame bringing it out of the supernatural out of the natural out of the supernatural into the realm of the natural but when are you supposed to when are you supposed to believe it's it's when you pray when you pray. not when you get it no. he says when you pray believe you receive the petition you've asked of him and then you shall have the petition you've asked of him and that's what you Jesus shall receive doing. it so you're, you're saying when i pray that's present tense when i pray is present right. tense believe that i receive it mm-hmm. and i shall that's future tense i shall have it when am i supposed to believe it in the present tense but then it's going to come in in the future. Right. When I want, it's like planting seeds in the ground. I'm going to plant this seed in the ground, and I believe it will come up. That's right. When do I believe it? When I get it? No, I believe it when I plant it. Right. <laughs> and then I expect it to produce. I expect right. it to right. give me some fruit. I expect those tomatoes to grow. Well, and then right. I then I shall, future tense, I shall have them. I shall go out there in a few weeks and pull some tomatoes off this plant. Well, and that's what Jesus was saying Excuse that me, day I just hit the microphone. In, in, Luke, in Luke chapter 4. He was saying, you know, you've been saying this is going to happen and the Spirit of the Lord got us upon me and he was making the announcement and today, here's the crop. That's right. <laughs> and Here I'm it is. It. Today's and the this day. this is it. And this day, this scripture this fulfilled day, in your Jesus ears. was standing there saying, the crop has come into fruition. I'm in. I'm standing here telling you this is I'm the one that's been promised. And as you said, they were very angry about it. But, you know, in, in the whole dynamic of it all, that's that's really where you just have to let the chips fall where they may. If you're going to receive from God, then you have to stand in faith, believe God for it. None of them is, are going to do it with you. It's going to be between no, you and not. the Lord. That's right. And it doesn't matter if somebody agrees or doesn't agree with you. If, if you're the only one, I want to encourage you today, if you're the only one, don't give up. Don't look at who's no, not with you. No, because you guys were the only one. Yeah, we, were we were the only, the only one. Ones. Everybody's the only one sometimes. At some point in time. And if you don't give up, the Bible says you shall reap. So don't let the clock, the calendar, or the looks on other people's faces, or the, the loneliness of the hour of where you may be in your life, don't give up. We want to tell you today, you're, you're on the right track. Stand in faith. Worship God. Don't get tired in your mind or in your body. And let God begin to just buoy you up and, and believe God somebody's praying for because you. Because all those with scriptures you. of God are they yea and amen. They yeah. work. You can take them to the bank. When You're not a victim when you're standing on the word of God. You're the valiant victor. Amen. And so if you'll continue to stand on the word of God, you will not fail. 
Well, darling, uh, we're about to close it out here today. We've come to the end of the program, and uh, we just want to tell you again so uh, happily that we are t- every week to come in here and do these podcasts and share with you the Word of God. And just uh, Terry and I just sit here and get excited about it ourselves. We relive uh, a lot of our testimonies in our life and what we've seen God do. And I just want to remind you again that you can listen to the broadcast every week on terrymise.com and then terrymiseministries.org. And also on our website, you can uh, find where we have archived all of our podcasts. And then we also have lots of materials there for you to take advantage of, as well as our ministry schedule. So we love you. We're grateful that you've been with us today. We thank you for listening and hope you tell other people about the podcast. Let us hear from you. We want to hear your testimonies and and the good things that God's doing in your life. We look forward to ministering to you You know what? Let's pray for these people. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe there's people listening to this podcast right right now, whether they're listening to it live or they've gone back in the archives and found it. I believe that the word of faith has gone into their spirit, has gone into their heart. It's gone in both ears and down into their heart, and they're ready to declare it out of their mouth, and they're ready to see their fruit come, their harvest come. Uh, And so, Father, we pray for them right now that they may be the only one. They may be the one that's standing and declaring and holding on, and they may be the glue that's making this thing, their family hold together or, or whatever is going on, whatever attack of the enemy, finances or marital or physical or a disease, whatever it may be. And, Father, today I declare that the anointing of God destroys, not just breaks the yoke, but the anointing of God, your word says, destroys the yoke of bondage. So whatever yoke of bondage is represented in their life today, whether it's named cancer, whether it's named AIDS or HIV or lupus or divorce or or lawsuits or, or whatever it is, we curse the yoke and command it to be destroyed today by the anointing of God in Jesus name. And Father, I believe you to lift up their head. You are the lifter of our head. I thank you for hope. I thank you for faith rising up and being strong. strong. And if they're able to stand as Jesus did and grab a scripture and find where it's written about them, that they're healed or they're blessed or they're prosperous or whatever scripture they need. And they can stand up and declare today, this day, This day, this scripture is fulfilled in our ears. It shall come to pass. I believe I received it when I prayed it. I shall have it in the name of Almighty God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Amen. That's right. Well, you can take that prayer to the bank. And we just agree with you today that you are more More than than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.